Hey everyone, I'm Chris Saliza, editor-at-large and politics reporter in for David Chalian. I write and host the Point newsletter and YouTube show for CNN. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, February the 24th. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war. And now he and his country will bear the consequences. In the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, whether he likes it or not, President Joe Biden is now a wartime president, and he doesn't have a strong political hand to play on Russia. Biden addressed the nation this afternoon on the Russian invasion. He unveiled additional strong sanctions that the U.S. has originally been preparing to deter a Russian invasion of Ukraine. He said it will impose severe costs on the Russian economy, both immediately and over time. They aim to punish Russia by going after major banks, the country's military capabilities, and those closest to the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. I just spoke with the G7 leaders this morning, and we're in full and total agreement. We will limit Russia's ability to do business in dollars, euros, pounds, and yen to be part of the global economy. We're going to stunt the ability of, to finance and grow Rus- the, the Russian military. We're going to impose major and we're going to impair their ability to compete in high-tech 21st century economy. These punishments follow a more limited package of sanctions on Monday following Putin's initial decision to send troops into Ukraine after the independent recognition of two pro-Moscow separatist regions of eastern Ukraine. But Biden did not directly sanction Putin and would not answer why he hasn't. He did say that his threat to directly sanction the Russian president is, quote, not a bluff. So G7 leaders of the West are united, but will that deter Putin's decision to continue this war and for how long? That's the key question. Joe Biden has been warning Americans they'll pay a price for Russia's actions, and today was no different. Biden sympathized with the public, but also explained why the United States must respond to the Russian attack. I know this is hard and that Americans are already hurting. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me. But this aggression cannot go unanswered. If it did, the consequences for America would be much worse. Biden has pledged not to send U.S. troops to Ukraine, but said today the U.S. will deploy additional troops to Germany and redeploy some forces already in Europe to NATO eastern flank allies. Our forces are not and will not be engaged in the conflict with Russia in Ukraine. Our forces are not going to Europe to fight in Ukraine, but to defend our NATO allies and reassure those allies in the East. This all comes as Russia's attack of Ukraine is being called an, quote, act of war. After Russian President Vladimir Putin gave the order last night, the assault started almost immediately. Troops attacked Ukraine from the north through Belarus, from the south through annexed Crimea, and through the east where the two countries share a border. Ukrainian officials tell CNN that they fear Russia's plan is to take the capital, decapitate the leadership of Ukraine, and replace the leadership with a pro-Russian government. Earlier today, Russian troops seized the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, which is north of the capital of Kyiv. Thousands of Ukrainians woke up this morning to air raid sirens and thundering explosions and are trying to flee the Russian attack. Some are stuck in long lines of traffic out of the country, while others have improvised bunkers in subway stations. Ukraine is also reporting that there already have been casualties. At the same time, hundreds of people have been detained in anti-war protests around Russia. A major element of Putin's invasion is his fear that Ukraine could become part of NATO, which was formed after World War II to contain the Soviet Union and has expanded in recent decades to include former Soviet bloc countries. 
You might be thinking at this point, if Ukraine isn't part of NATO, why is the US and others getting involved? Well, one reason is because NATO member countries like Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, and Romania border Ukraine, and any aggression would require a response. The United States will defend every inch of NATO territory with the full force of American power. And the good news is, NATO is more united and more determined than ever. There is no doubt, no doubt that the United States and every NATO ally will meet our Article 5 commitments, which says an attack on one is an attack on all. Another element to this is the right of Ukraine's sovereignty in defending democracy, which Biden has said is a cause worth fighting for at home and around the world. In the contest between democracy and autocracy, between sovereignty and subjugation, make no mistake, freedom will prevail. The speech and the Situation Room picture that's circulating, these are the moments that often stick out in people's minds. Moments like this can be a make-or-break moment for a president's legacy. And unfortunately for Biden, he's approaching this situation from a decidedly weak political position. That's according to recent poll numbers. A new AP NORC poll conducted last Friday through this Monday found that 44% of Americans approve of how Biden is handling the U.S.'s relationship with Russia, while 55% disapprove. And it's worth noting here that America's views on Biden's handling of Russia are pretty similar to their overall opinions of how he has done as president. Since a lot of the Russia conflict has escalated over the past few days, it's also possible that Americans cared less about the issue then and likely just fell back on their overall impressions of Biden and the job he's doing. Regardless of the reasoning, one thing is clear. Joe Biden is in a difficult political position at home right now. And after backlash from the messy Afghanistan exit last summer, this could be a way for Biden to redeem himself on the foreign policy front. That same poll I mentioned earlier said just 26% of Americans believe the U.S. should play a major role in the situation between Russia and Ukraine. About half, 52%, say it should play a minor role, and another 20% said that it should play no role at all. So those numbers aren't great for Biden. But the president can't look weak at home or on the world stage. As commander-in-chief, he must protect American interests. America stands up to bullies. We stand up for freedom. This is who we are. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Chris Eliza, and thank you so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you want more on the latest with the invasion, the CNN Five Things podcast has you covered. And if you want more of me and my political analysis, subscribe to my nightly email newsletter, The Point, and to CNN's YouTube channel. We'll talk to you tomorrow.